What is going on, everybody? Welcome to episode 68 of RJ Bell's Dream Preview MLB Edition. My name is Taylor Ringle. My co-host Griffin Warner is here. And it is Monday, 12.38 a.m. And the New York Yankees season is over. The Houston Astros have swept the New York Yankees four games to none and embarrassed the ever-living shit out of them at home. And the Astros will be playing the Philadelphia Phillies in the World Series. We'll be talking about the World Series matchup and future bets towards the middle part of our show. We'll, of course, talk about and break down the Phillies winning the pennant and advancing to the World Series for the first time in over God knows how long. It's been a long, long time. 2009 was the was actually their last time they went to the World Series. And we'll get right into it. Before, do you want me to go right into it, Griff, or do you want to give your, your two cents? I mean, I would like to introduce myself so people do know that I'm actually here. Yes, you here. are here. You are I, here. I'm here. Um, we'll summarize our best bets from the last show. Uh, we went head-to-head, and uh, unfortunately, not a lot has come up the Taylor Ringgold way, because um, he took the Yankees, I took the Astros, and um, unfortunately, the season did come to an end tonight. Um, we got plenty to talk about. Oh, do we? AL, we do. The, no, probably would be a, a much more AL chatter than there will be NL because it just happened. Taylor's a big fan, all that sort of stuff. Um, but then we'll also go through the the Padres-Phillies series. We're going to go through um, what we think about the World Series. Probably should give out some predictions on, on how many games yeah. we think it'll take uh, the certain team that we're picking to win. And then uh, I'll give you what I'm – projecting for my uh game one line for zach wheeler at justin verlander would be my guess um but we'll do all that we'll get you some promo codes save you some money um and uh if you want to start it off or however you want to do it taylor i'll just follow along i'm gonna go i'm gonna go in I, i think it's i think it's poetic for me to jump right in here and say how insanely embarrassing this is as a fan, but also a guy who likes betting on the Yankees. And I understand a lot of people like to bet against the Yankees because it's good on their end as of late. The New York Yankees were just not only swept a four-game sweep. Houston Nationals, great team, 106 wins. You could say the second best or even the best team when it's all said and done in the 2022 season, right? The Dodgers were 111 wins regular season. Unbelievable. Didn't have anything to show for in the postseason. The Astros swept the rest. It was how they swept the Yankees is what is going to be remembered for a long, long, long time. The New York Yankee offense didn't show up. Judge, 5 for 37 versus the Astros. Stanton, 6-for-32. Torres, 6-for-34. Donaldson, 5-for-29. Cabrera, 2-for-28. And Jose Trevino, 1-for-22. The Yankees get swept by the in the ALCS by the Houston Astros. And this is the worst way to end your season. And for defensive metrics, people, they, the Yankees improved overall in the regular season in defense, right? But they totally missed it in the playoffs. 74 errors, the seventh fewest in a Major League Baseball. 21-plus outs above average. Um, fifth in Major League Baseball. And 130 defensive runs saved first in Major League Baseball. All in regular season. They had six errors in nine postseason games. 
It's terrible. And we saw it again in game four where IKF didn't know where to put his feet at second base. He had to rush the throw. Torres, I think, did a good shuffle pass right to him. IKF was not set up in the right direction. And Griff, I tweeted this out, but for baseball purists like yourself, what happens when errors are made? What is the next thing that usually happens? You get punished. That is fucking correct, and that's what happened. The baseball gods see errors, then the baseball gods give runs to the other team. It's happened since the freaking first ever major league game ever. It's happened. That happens all the damn time. Walks turn to runs, errors turn to runs. And we saw it right there, and the Yankees blew up in this game. There's so many things that went wrong in this postseason for the New York Yankees, especially against the Houston Astros. You know, we saw some things with the Guardians series. Timely hitting was there. Still still people were struggling offensively. Judge was not here at all in the postseason. Not at all. He had a home run in Cleveland. I don't know what else he did. And it's very poetic that after the most one of the greatest offensive seasons we've seen in decades maybe ever, he is the last out recorded in the Yankees' season. The Houston Nationals deserve it all to go to the World Series. They fucking, fucking kicked their fucking dicks in. They did exactly what they were supposed to do. They embarrassed them. Uh, the Yankees loved swinging at curveballs. They couldn't touch it. Uh, Matt Carpenter, you, you know what? You could have grabbed someone else in the stands, could have had a better opportunity. He struck out in maybe every at-bat. He had a single in, la- in, the, in game three, which was the first hit of his postseason in 2022. It was all, those, all those videos you cut of him. Unfortunately, you weren't able to use I also them. want to make something clear. Never cut one fucking video of this guy. I know this is like an inside joke for everybody, but you know some people are, aren't. You know They can't tell what a joke is, so we have to tell the whole people out here that are listening. Um, besides that, the... There's so many other question marks. Well, so and I'm just I'm just furious, Griff. I'm just angry. I I'm sorry for that. And I think we probably should go speak more about the Astros because we don't have to about worry about any Yankee games till uh till April. Um, that was that was not you didn't have to say that. You didn't I, have to say I that. I just feel like that's better for you, you know. Your blood pressure can drop a little bit. You can uh, uh, no, it'll be it'll be you know what? It's gonna be when the Astros lose. Spoiler. The Astros Ooh. lose, and I'll be happy. Go ahead. Get what, what do you want to get into now? Talk about the Astros. Uh, I was Astros. the last thing I'll say about the Yanks. Um, it's pretty surprised at what that lineup looked like, and seeing how poor the batting average is. I know it's an old school stat, but like a lot of people hitting below one hundred. Judge at at spot zero six three, not great. Uh, zero sixty three. Donaldson zero seventy seven. Cabrera, did he get a hit in the series? I'm not sure. Uh, he looked like he was over his skis. Uh, IKF with a nice two eighty six batting average. That's uh, that's pretty good. It was the Harrison Bader show. That's essentially what it was. Oh, I didn't even say anything about him. I mean, he, the, I mean it's without him. What, what, would they have scored without him? I'm not sure. <laughs> I'll be honest. I don't know. You have to really look into the off. Like I'm not. I don't. I don't. I kind of want to forget all these like games. I just want them gone. I want to be you know like Man in Black where they had like the, the I do yes, memory I thing. Jo- I made a joke about it this weekend actually. Yes, I remember that well. I want that to happen right now. I just can't. Well, I'll let's say. Go ahead. Let's go move ahead. over. Let's move over to the Astro side of things, though. Um, yeah. Let's go. I think. I mean, I feel pretty good about 
my predictions of the Astros since, uh, I don't know, we've been doing this podcast 68 episodes now. Um, I feel very good about what I said about the Astros when they went to New York and kind of blew a series that I felt like they were the better team in that could have swept in the Bronx during the regular season, I think in late June. Um, and they did exactly that here. Uh, it's brutal for Aaron Boone and for you and the rest of the Yankee nation out there. Um, but I think the Astros have shown that they are the best team out there. Um, maybe the Dodgers would, I mean, Dodgers Astros would have been an awesome series, but the Dodgers couldn't even get by the lowly Padres. So, um, I'm very impressed by the Astros. I feel like they are fairly healthy considering um, McCullers went over hundred pitches. Like he's been out, in and out of the lineup at best this year, basically out of it for most of it. Um, the Astros bullpen looks lethal. Um, Unbelievable. Jeremy Pena with MV Pena, like good for him. Um, and I mean, they did it all with Jose Altuve not doing anything until this game. So um I mean, you just gave a little bit of a spoiler. Uh, I, I feel like the Astros. Where, where are the, where are the weaknesses on the Astros team? Well, the one big weakness is is Altuve, but you, you, you saw in this series, Griff, which is exactly the opposite of what was happening with the Yankees. One of the star hitters, the more reliable hitters in the Astros offense for, God, it seems like almost been a decade already, right? It's, I know it hasn't been exactly, but it's been years of success with Altuve. He's been the guy, the catalyst all the time. But they have talented hitters to pick him up when he is struggling. And Jordan Alvarez was kind of struggling a little bit too, but he started heating up the last couple last couple of games. His swing looks freaking fantastic after these last couple of games. You have certain guys that are taking the role of, I'm going to be the leader now. And that's what happens when you have holes in your offense. People will, some other players will take advantage and pick you up. Alex Bregman, great job in this series, right? Yuli Gurriel, great job. This Jeremy Pena, great job in this series. They picked up when Tucker was kind of struggling offensively. And then Jordan didn't have the, the best at bats. Altuve wasn't having any luck. The Yankees didn't do that. When one person struggled, another one did, and another one did. The only one that didn't struggle in this series was Harrison Bader, and then there was a lot of moments with Anthony Rizzo with good two-strike at-bats, um, good defense. But other he's than that, at, man, He's good at sticking his knee out there, you know? He gets hit by the wall 30 times a year, so he knows uh, best. I feel like 30 sounds low. Um, yeah, I think the, uh, the Astros lineup, the best part about it, there's a lot of threats in it, of course. I think there's less power threats, obviously, than the Yankees, but... It's a long lineup. I don't know. Even if like if Martin Maldonado, who uh, somehow gets hits in the playoffs, but like doesn't the rest of the year, um, if he's like producing, he hit the same batting average as IKF um, this series. And like, I want that guy off the team. So I mean, yeah, unfortunately, Yankees, it was tough. And I know that you're you're not. I mean, I'm very happy you're on the show tonight, but uh, I was a little worried about uh, what what might come out. view on this episode but i think you've handled it pretty well so far i, I just when i look at the astros they don't have any weaknesses man their their lineup is super long maybe the catcher position but like nobody gets a hit as a catcher anymore and they play for great defense. i mean so that that is one okay that we found the one thing that philly might be better at um maybe, maybe it's power and it's the catcher position but 
Besides that, I feel like there's an awfully lot of Astros that would be in that mixed starting lineup if you had to pick the best each position. Probably Harper, um, probably Reese Hoskins, because I don't really love Guriel too much, but um, we can get into that in a little bit. Sure. Um, why don't I, because we're going to have to move to the, so we're, why don't you read your, uh, give us an update on, on our contest, uh, one that, that pregame is putting on, and then we can get to the other sure. series and then go World Series. All right, guys. We've been doing this for the last couple of weeks, and we're going to keep doing it now. Beat McKenzie Rivers NBA contest is out right now with a chance of winning a free chance to win $1,000 cash. McKenzie Rivers earned a profit of 64 NBA units last season. If you beat McKenzie Rivers right now in this NBA contest, the contestant winner earns the uh, the contestant winner earns the most NBA units, wins five hundred dollars cash. The winner earns more units than McKenzie did last year. Then the contestant winner gets an additional five hundred. That is one thousand dollars cash. Enter today; it's free. Just go to pregame.com and then click on the contest to find McKenzie Rivers NBA contest. Don't wait; the NBA action is out right now. It's on right now. The NBA season is now here. Baseball's just ending here, so NBA is coming up and beat them focal point with the NFL join today. It is free chance to win a thousand dollars. Go do it. I won my first week in fantasy basketball. I'm fucking pumped. That's a win in my book. I lost two out of my three fantasy leagues. The Yankees are out of the playoffs. It's been a rough Sunday. I need this to be over. I just want Monday. Monday's actually here. So it's all right. You can, uh, you can take your Yankee hat off and put on your Knicks hat, you know, no, uh, I'm rooting for the freaking Phillies. That's what I'm rooting rooting for the Phillies, baby. Go Phils. You can, uh, you can buy your red hat. Um, so I guess we'll go into the other series. Um, the Phillies, I I mean, neither of those team two teams are good representatives of the NL, I don't think, in the World Series, but they're here and made it all the way to the AL or excuse me, the NLCS in very surprising fashion. Um, I think as as usual, a uh, big underdog that takes a big upset like the Padres that took out the Dodgers. They usually don't back that up twice, I guess, unless they're on some Cinderella run. Um, but to me, it was a pretty clearly controlled series i mean the pitching was i think better than expected uh today was a little bit back and forth i was watching kind of out of the corner of my eye because all the nfl games were on went to buffalo wild wings actually i probably shouldn't mention that unless they're sponsoring us anywho um i might turn into chicken i had so many wings today but um from what i saw it kind of was a back and forth game uh but then ultimately uh, Bryce Harper lifted off bottom of the eighth. Uh, I feel like he got a, a, a hanger and, uh, he banged it as, uh, as you would and bang him, hang him and bang him. And, you know, looking at these, these, these two teams, I think we both would have picked the Phillies to get through this series, but, um, I mean, San Diego with no lineup whatsoever. It's amazing that they even made it to the, the semifinals or the AL champ NL championship series. I keep doing that. Um, but when you look at it, since we got the World Series starting on Friday, uh, plenty of time um, to get a little bit rusty, but also to rest your pitchers, get everyone going. Um, Zach Wheeler is about equal or about as good of a pitcher you could have right now. Yeah. Um, so that's a really good start. Um, and then Nola has been shaky, I'd say, in this playoff series. I mean, blowing a 4 nothing lead at San Diego was pretty surprising to me. Um, feels like years ago, but it was just probably uh, like – Thursday or something like that. Um, and from where I sit with the Phillies, so they're, a, I think they're a much better team to make the the world series. Cause I think that the Phillies have a better chance to, to give the Astros some problems. Um, they're got a great lineup with a lot of power in it. 
they've got some really good starting pitching, but I think there's a big drop off between the bullpens of these two teams. What what do you see, or what do you take from that that San Diego Philadelphia series, and, and what do you see about the Phillies specifically before we get into the World Series matchup? Uh, I think the biggest thing that I noticed from this series is that the Phillies never, never died. They never count themselves out when there was they were down. They tied it up after. I mean, look at the Gene Segura game. I think it was game. Uh, was it game four? Game four, which I think it was made. game four. Yes, I think that's right. Yes, Segura had. Um. Maybe it was game three. I don't know. Um, I shouldn't have. They all run together at this point. <laughs> yeah, Segura made. Yep, it was game three. He he makes the errors. Then he comes back with the with the the clutch hit. Then he gets picked off. Then there's a back and forth affair. The bullpen puts it together. They're getting clutch outs. It's a back and forth thing that I I'm very shocked to, that I, I saw from the Phillies in this series but it's just in general you know, a lot of teams don't have that dog in as where people have said now people say nowadays they got that dog they got that late inning life that late game life that not a lot of teams in the postseason can can bring it has to do with some of the players on the team you have you have certain guys in that clubhouse that have had opportunities in the postseason. David Robertson, and Schwarber has a ring, and guys want to play in the postseason. So is Harper. But you're seeing all that kind of put together. I'm really impressed with how they're hitting. Griff, I'm really impressed. You know the Padres pitching; they're not like terrible. They have good pitchers, <laughs> but they do, they do. But there is some bad. Like Clevenger was horrible. He said that was like the worst day of his life. Did you see that clip of him? Well, I mean, I was watching right after. Bad. Right after Texas just, I mean, threw up on itself per usual. Um, I kept, I was kind of watching that one also corner of my eyes and corner of my eye. And I like kept looking and expecting the starting pitchers to be in there. And they were like both gone. I don't know if did Clevenger get an out. I, I don't nope, even think he did. get one out. I'm not going um, to get one single out. I mean, it's, it's sad because it, there's a huge discrepancy between these two clubs, I think, in, in the World Series. But like, Bailey Falter, four and runs and two thirds of an inning. At least he got an out, but or two of them. But I don't really know if you can, like, I don't know how to really trust the Phillies. Once you get, I mean, the nice part is they have Zach Wheeler to basically end any any poor streak. Uh, you bring in Zach Wheeler and you got a really good chance to win. Aaron Nola, I feel like, will come back and, and be the Aaron Nola that we expect him to do, though he does have some bad outings in him, I think. Um, I just don't know what where they go after that. I mean, it's like bullpen games. Ranger Suarez coming in and closing out today's game. Like, what, what role is he going to be in? I mean, it feels like to me a lot of um, the Phillies are going to try to ride their best starters. The nice part is, I guess, both Nola and Wheeler are not young arms, so they might push them a little bit and pitch them on three days rest or something like that. Um, but just I feel like this is going to be, and, and we can get more into the the, the series now. Um, but I just think that when you look at the two teams, um, they're both good, I guess you could say it that way. Houston, I think, is elite, excellent. Philadelphia, I think, is um, – they're they're a good team, but I feel like they um, – I mean, a lot of turmoil this year, changing managers midseason, that was huge. But I feel like they feasted on a really bad NL East, and that essentially got them into these playoffs. 
um, once you get in the, the the dance, you know, you can do whatever dance you want. And uh, the Phillies have been bringing it for sure. Crowd's been nuts. So that's going to be important for those home games. The series is going 2 3 2, starting in Houston. Um, but I don't think the bullpens are, are close. Um, and I think the lineups, I think I still prefer Houston's because it's longer with more quality hitters. I think it's like kind of, to me, the Phillies are essentially a little bit more Southwest version of the New York Yankees. And I think that fits really well for uh, the Astros. So you're saying like they're the poor man's Yankees in a way? Uh I don't want to offend all of our listeners in Philly, uh, but to me, they have a lot of similarities where at least offensively where Phillies, the Phillies are built in a small ballpark to try to hit the ball out of the yard. Um, they could certainly do that and that will change things. That's been a big deal of why they uh, are still in the world series or the, why they even qualified for this area. Um, I do think the Phillies have better pitching than I guess Cole is, is tough to beat, but I think Cole and Wheeler are pretty similar. Um, and then Aaron Null, I think was a lot better. I mean, who knows what happens if, if Nestor Cortez was, was healthier tonight, but, um, I, I mean, it seems like we just watched this movie and it didn't go very well for the team that relies on home runs against the Astros and has a lot of swing and miss in their, in their lineup. I remember saying that in, in the early part of the, this series saying that the Yankees and the Phillies are similar with their offenses, they home run. They have a lot of home runs. And they strike out a lot, and in a way, they are really similar. But the, the difference shows is that just like with the Astros, if one guy's struggling, another one's going to pick him up. And the Yankees didn't do that, and we saw with the Phillies. We, you know, Bryce Harper is worth every fucking dollar, every damn dollar. Everyone thought that contract was overpriced, outrageous. Why are you going to sign him? He hasn't won anything. He's immature, selfish player. He is clearly the team leader on that team. And he threw that whole team on his back. And, and we saw him perform exactly how he told us he was going to perform, essentially, and how great he is. And he performed so well. I think... I think the Phillies have the upper hand offensively. I, I in a weird way, it all depends on how Altuve plays. In my opinion, if Altuve continues to play like this, they're in trouble. I think the offense for these Astros wasn't like extremely impressive to to me. Real realistically, I, I really wasn't that impressed with how they played offensively. Maybe in Game Four. Well, I was really, I was really impressed actually in Game Four that they came back and took advantage of missed opportunities. I mean, they made some mistakes themselves. That definitely wasn't a perfectly clean evening tonight. No, it wasn't. It, it, there, there is. I think that I think the Astros bullpen was a little like under the radar. How good it is. We were we were always talking about how amazing the Mariners bullpen coming into the World Series, coming into the postseason, and the Guardians bullpen is amazing. The Braves have some arms in the back of that pen. Maybe you know the Kenley Jansen was always worrisome, but they had but they had yeah. Minter and Iglesias and a bunch of other arms in the back of that pen where you thought maybe maybe like you know confidence. The Mets had Edwin Diaz, the best closer in the game, with 
you know, Adam Adovino and, that, and was a good one-two punch. I, I real, I'm being honest. Did any? Did we ever really acknowledge how good their bullpen was? Like, I, I knew Ryan Preston was great. I, of course, I knew. I mean, do people actually understand how great Abreu is? And Montero has been great out of that bullpen. And I did, I did mention, like, listen back that Hunter Brown is going to be a force, and he did pitch in this postseason, and he might have another opportunity in the World Series. Who knows? But I think that was really it was a really underrated uh it was really underrated to see how great their their bullpen was. And I was, mean the bullpens don't get a lot of love. Um I, I it's a huge part of my handicapping, which unfortunately every blown save I take, as painful as those are, I do seriously monitor bullpens and seeing who's in which role, setup man, holder, like who's getting holds, all that sort of stuff. Um, I think the Astros maybe were a little bit under the radar because they were just so far ahead of everyone. And they're also playing awful teams like the Angels, Athletics, and the Rangers. Um, and so I think they didn't have a lot of those big games. But when they went into the Bronx, and I thought should have swept the the series the first time that they were in New York, yeah. um, they didn't get that result. And I feel like they kind of, because they didn't really assert their do- dominance then, um, that it really made people still not necessarily believe in them. I think people still really dislike, strongly dislike to test, maybe even hate the Astros based on their winning World Series uh, by cheating. Um, but, and I think that plays into it a little bit. It shouldn't, but I think there is some kind of psyche or stigma attached to the Astros quite a bit. Um, and I mean, closing an underdog. I think they had to be against Garrett Cole, but then tonight uh, with Mr. Cortez um, closing a favorite. I mean, I, I was all of the Astros this whole weekend and I'm sad that the Yankees are out because I would have just been blindly probably betting the Astros until the series ended. I'm glad to go two and zero in that one, but um, I don't see, think there's going to be a lot of opportunities to take or to see the Astros as an underdog. Um, maybe the rest of the year. Um, I think I as you said, pre-show, I think, they might be favored in Philadelphia, depending on pitching matchups, but it shouldn't get too out of whack. It's probably going to be maybe Zach Wheeler on three days rest if they're in bad shape in Philly. And that might mean that they're closer to that pick em type number. But I think Houston, I think, as you said, pre-show, I'll give you the credit. I think they're going to be a favorite every game. Yeah, they're, they're, it's the rotation that is going to be the difference. It's going to be the difference in this series. I really do think so. I think. The offenses are are very similar. They they have their strengths and they have their weaknesses, which there's not a lot of weaknesses in, in either lineup. The bullpen, the upper hand, I think, goes to the Astros. I've been very impressed, and I think so of you, with the Phillies and, and their bullpen and how they've structured it. Seems like what what is not co- what I'm not confident with that bullpen is that, that there's no definite closer, right? The, there's no definite scheduling. Like, all right, you're gonna get the eighth, you're gonna get the seventh, you're gonna get the ninth. We see that with the Astros, seeing it with other teams. The Yankees didn't have that. It was like bullpen by committee. Johnny Holstaff, everyone's going to go out there. Whoever's can get me outs is going to get me outs. Uh, I, I, I need to harp on this, and you've harped on it. I'll give you all some, some credit, too. I, I've, you've been harping for months on how important a bullpen is, and I've been right alongside you saying the same exact thing. I don't know when teams are not going to realize that the bullpen is just as important as your fucking the rest of your team. I don't understand. You've seen time after time, year after year, World Series winner after World Series winner, look at their bullpens. 
Look how great their bullpens are. Those last three guys in the pen, the seven, eight, nine guys, go look at their stats. They are lights out. The case in point, like those Kansas City Royal days, those those three guys in the back of that pen, gross. You know, the Giants had their guys, Red yeah. Sox had their guys. So it's it's just a matter of time. And then I think with the offenses, I I I'll say that as I said, that the Phillies might be better. I don't, I don't know. I think the the right. common denominator is going to be we're, it's going to be the rotation. We're putting you. We're going. We're going on the record. Um, better bullpen. I'll say the Astros. I'll agree with you. Better rotation. Mm. Probably on the side of the Astros. Really? Because, because it's after after it's after Wheeler and Nola. Are you are you going to be okay with Ranger Suarez in the mound? Are you okay with Bailey Folter? Like Wheeler and and Nola are so strong as a so one good. two that it that their peaks are pretty high, but there are some very low valleys with whatever's going to happen with Ranger Suarez. He's also a young arm that I don't think they really want to overextend, so that worries me. I feel like, like with the Astros, I mean, McCullers threw over 100 pitches tonight. Framer Valdez is a warrior and throws six innings every game, no matter how many base runners or errors are behind him. Verlander's like 39 as we looked up to see his age difference with Kate Upton before we started recording. And he's gone. He's good for 120 pitches. I feel like he'll probably be better uh, than that first start that he came in, which the Astros still won anyway. Have the Astros lost in this, in this uh, playoffs yet? Nope. I think the answer is no. The answer um, is no. They are, I, I think they are seven and oh. I think the top of the Phillies rotation, you could argue is, um, I think you could say it might be better at the top, but Ooh, it's, it's tough. It's tough. It's, Verlander it's Valdez is really tough, man. Yeah, the flying V's. I mean, it it's it's close um up there, but then I, I think the length of the Houston rotation is um is a difference maker to me. So I, I say the Astros have a better rotation, and uh I think the Astros have a better lineup too. I think the Phillies have a better lineup because of the power that they have and we said it before we before we started talking like the catcher difference is like night and day you know they have vasquez and maldonado which are more defensive catchers yeah. real muto is the best catcher in the league um I, I think the phillies have the better lineup and i think that's why the phillies are in the world series right now is because of their lineup i mean I guess it doesn't really matter. It really just is the matchups of each each game that's going to occur. Um, and just saw a line uh, come out on the World Series. Um, and actually, surprisingly, the Astros are not as favored as I would have expected. Um, there's two books that have numbers out there right now. And so it looks like, I mean, I'll, I'll say the Astros are about a minus 175 favorite. It's a similar number to what the Braves actually were as a favorite to the Phillies in the division series. So Phillies have been just rocking and rolling as an underdog every series. They they were an underdog to the St. Louis Cardinals on the road. Um, I gave that one out and that one won, but I didn't expect the Phillies to get this far, especially not knocking out the, the Braves. They did that, and then they knocked off as a slight underdog, but still an underdog. They knocked out the Padres as well. They're about even money when the series started. And I know that you had mentioned, because uh, I do try to keep a log of this as much as possible, from November 2nd, 2021, uh, the Houston Astros were second favorites to win the World Series. 
it climbed from there uh, to I have right before the season started in March, uh, end of March. They were 14 to one. The Astros were down to uh, five and a half to one uh, at the all-star break uh, behind the Yankees, though, uh, almost double the odds there. And then entering the playoffs, they're they were plus 425 to win the World Series, those Houston Astros. Um, as for Philadelphia, though, I think that's probably the more interesting thing. They were 28 to one last day of, of the 2021 season, essentially 25 to one on that uh, last day of, or later in, in March, right as the season was about to start and then got all the way up to 40 to one, probably right when they fired Joe Girardi right around the all-star break. Um, and then went on this huge, huge run to get to where they are now. We're 28 to one uh, in October, like last day of the season, I think it was. And then once the playoffs were set, um they were all the way down to 12 to 1 which makes sense it's still pretty might have been like the the longest shot to win the whole thing actually uh looks like they were tied uh with the guardians as least likely and and also the padres coincidentally but there was not a lot of people that were expecting the phillies to get here um and you know credit them for that i think their their pitching has been a really big part of that i think their hitting has been kind of what they have been built to be um but I, I like the Astros in every section, uh, I got to say. Uh, I think their lineup's better. Um, not as powerful, but I, I think, especially we've seen it in the playoffs, you you really want that long lineup to make pitchers work. Um, and I think at home, it's a, a huge benefit for the, for the Astros as well. So um, do you want to rebut any of that? Do you have anything on the Phillies you want to add? Because we could probably give our – Series prediction, uh, number of games, uh, who's going to win, maybe even throw out an MVP or something like that if, if we want to do that. Why don't you say your ad real quick, and then I'll give my rebuttal. Yes, that's right. Since it's a little hard as best bets are a little bit tough to come by when we have no lines. Oh, actually, and sorry, before we do that, or I'll, I'll give this promo code out, and then I'll go through kind of my projection for game one. I'll let you have some words in because I've been talking a lot. But that's okay. Um, Thanks everyone for listening. Of course, being with us 68 episodes, pretty sweet. And also very nice that number 69 will be uh, right as we get <laughs> the world series started. Uh, but you can use the promo code series 20 at 20% off for all listeners of this podcast. Um, and only this one, we, we only give this there other promo codes out on other pods. We get some credit. If you uh, maybe like a handshake or something like a virtual handshake, if you guys use it, um, but actually our, our bosses care. So if you want to sign up for pregame, you haven't done it yet. Um, you get free 25 bucks. But here, if you want to buy some picks, my picks, I try to get them out every night or early morning. Um, there's a bunch of other players' picks that are out there. You got Mackenzie Rivers at the NBA contest that Taylor's been mentioning a bunch of these episodes lately. I see what he's putting out there, especially as the NBA season is just getting started. I'm still rocking as much as I can with a play every day for Major League Baseball. Uh, and I usually throw my soccer stuff in there as well, if that interests you. Um, but use the promo code series 20, 20% off as we enter into the world series. It's the best time of year, man. It's, it's, uh, it's been a long road to get here. It certainly has, it? um, but I'm, I'm pumped for it. And so I, I guess I'll just give you my projection for game one. I, I'm usually a little bit, unfortunately, I make my lines a little shorter than I think I probably should. Um, cause I generally think the underdogs are usually undervalued. Um, but I, I got Zach Wheeler starting for the Phillies in this one at Justin Verlander at Minute Maid in Houston. Uh, I think the pitching match is pretty close, uh, but this might be one of the smallest numbers you'll see. Um, Astros at home, but I made Verlander minus 140 favorite. He's had an up and down playoffs, that's for sure. 
his first start got rocked by Seattle. You know, six runs, 10 hits and only four innings, but bounced back pretty well against the, the Yankees striking out 11, only six innings. So um, he's, he's been, I'm not sure exactly what to expect from him in this one. I think probably a lot better than his Seattle performance, but he's definitely got some, uh, some good hitters that he has to deal with. Uh, and, and that's going to be a big challenge for him. While on the other side, Zach Wheeler, you know, he's been lights out this playoffs. I mean, yes, he has. It's hard to say like anything that would be better than what he's done so far. Um, and I mean, he's done it against, unfortunately for him, I think this is going to be a big step up in class for uh, what type of lineup he's running into, but three runs and only uh, in his three starts, uh, two shutouts and, some bad defense kind of by Reese Hoskins really hurt him in that three run inning. So really he's been scored on in one single inning in three hmm. playoff starts. Pretty good. Um, and I imagine he's going to keep this pretty low scoring uh, probably over under is going to be like seven, maybe even a little bit lower than that. Um, what do you got on this game one and uh, anything else you want to respond to? Well, just to let me know, we're only giving a little sneak peek of what game one could be in. Yeah. We will be doing our Friday episode, like Griff said, episode 69 will be Friday nice. episode, pre-gaming, or pre- previewing on pregame.com's very own RJ Bell's Dream Preview. And we'll, be di- and we'll be addition game one. We'll have the lines to be there, pitch matches will be there, hopefully lineups will be there. I don't think they will be, but we can maybe have a guessing game of what the lineup could be. Uh, I will... Oh, God. I don't know. This series is going to be very interesting. I, I like Zach Wheeler. He's had 19 and a third innings pitch in this postseason, and he's just been dealing every single outing, like you said. He has a 1-4-0 ERA, 17 strikeouts. It's exactly what you want for your ace. This is why they pay in the big bucks for him to leave New York to become a Philly. I'm going to be taking game one. I think the Phillies could jump out big time against Verlander. Overall in the series, Griff, honestly, if the Phillies can get one game, one game in Houston, they could have a real shot in dominating Philly for three straight games. I'm serious. I think they could really have a good showing. I don't think it's going to be a final ending in Philly. I think this series goes six games. I think the Phillies win in six games. Whoa. I know I'm a lunatic. Maybe people think I'm crazy. I think the Phillies are doing something extremely, extremely special. We're seeing Bryce Harper being one of the best hitters in baseball, actually getting the stage to do it and show everybody how much of a bad motherfucker he is. Whoa. And he is one. And there's a lot of sleepers on this offense. Everyone likes Kyle Schwarber leading off, and you got Harper as well. The real Muto is having a great postseason a great postseason. I love Bryson Stott in the bottom of that order with Gene Segura. Stott is a great two-strike hitter. The offense is what's going to put this team in the right direction. If they have a tough time hitting, they will lose this World Series. They absolutely will. I know it's obvious. Okay, one team doesn't hit, the other team's going to win. No kidding. But if if they struggle offensively against the two big guys in the first two games, it's going to be tough for the Phillies to come back and win the series. I just like their offense. I like how they've been playing. If Altuve keeps hitting like this, and then the Astros will have a tough time. He's a catalyst, top top of the order guy. He's had a lot of situations with runners on base, and he hasn't done anything in the postseason. You never know. He could wake up. But I'm taking Phillies in six. 
Well, that's very bold. Uh, I will not be with you there. I'm going to say the Astros in five games. I think the Phillies get one, and I think the Astros finish the playoffs with one single loss on their record. I feel like they're, I mean, the Phillies, I think they have to get one of the first two games in Houston. I think that's to be really hard, even with their best. I think game one's their best shot was Zach Wheeler, but I think he's going to have to be perfect. I mean, he has nearly been this entire yeah. playoffs, but uh, I think that's going to be really hard for Philly. It's going to be nuts at both of those parks. It's going to be a really huge noise. It's going to be crazy. It's going to be, it's going to be really fun. I, I'm looking forward to it, but I think Aaron Nola needs, yeah, but Aaron Nola needs to be better. Griff, he, he really needs to be better. I mean, his first two starts of the postseason went six and two thirds and six innings. Didn't let up a run, and then he gets tattooed against the San Diego Padres. Six earned runs in four and two-thirds innings, one off of his brother. Six strikeouts in each of his starts, though. If Aaron Nola gets rocked in game two, then mm. could have tough pickings for the for the Phillies. But uh, I'm sensing Phillies in six, Harper with a, a most valuable player. Nice. Coming out party, or... Keep it going, Hoskins. I love fucking Rodriguez Hoskins, man. He fires me up. I'm so excited to root for the Phillies. Holy fuck. I'm so excited. I want the Astros to freaking pay. I'm going to stop being a biased Yankee fan right now, but I, being realistic, I really believe the Phillies can actually shock the world and do something. Uh, we saw the Washington Nationals do it. I think they did. I actually, you know, I've, I've, thank you for bringing it up. I did play the Nationals that year. They went to the World Series and won it. Did you really? I did bet them to win the World Series. It wasn't until like right before the playoffs started, but it was was a similar like 12 to one or something like that, kind of like the Phillies were tonight, uh, this, this year. And it's essentially you get on a roll and, uh, you just don't get off the train until the end. Um, and they got all the way there. They had some really close calls, including, you know, like a one game playoff. But, uh, I don't think that, the Phillies have that in them. I think the, uh, unfortunately, I think the ride ends here. I'll go Houston in five, as I said, and I'll go Jordan Alvarez as the most valuable player. I think he's going to hit the crap out of the ball. And there's a pretty short porch in right field in Philadelphia, which if they're playing five games as they're going three games in Philly. I think he's going to hit a couple over the wall. And uh, I think there'll be important ones or it's just going to be some blowouts, which I think is also, there's a possibility for that too. I hope it's going to be tight. Good. I I agree with you, Griff. I think there there could be, there really could be blowouts. It barely falters your fucking game four starter. It's going to be nuts. I mean, game three. I mean, I guess it's Suarez, but sheesh. I I don't know if if he's closing today's game. Like, I, I don't really know what their plan is to do. I, well, they're gonna have a full week. They're gonna have a full week. They're gonna have a full week. Everyone gets rested. Does Syndergaard get a start in this? What, you know, like what 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 happens? What happens with that? I I, I don't know. I there's mean, lots of a lot of question marks after game two. Like who? I, I think I think it's obvious that Suarez gets the game ball gets the ball in three in game in game yeah. three. I think it's yeah, obvious. I think that's yes, I think but it's it's not. You can't be confident with Suarez. Suarez, and I, and I know you mentioned before, like he's a young arm. You get to control him. I think that's all out the door with everybody. Like you got to, you got to like not squeeze guys. If a guy is dealing, like a Ranger Suarez is happily dealing in Game Three in Philly, he's going six, seven, eight innings, and he maybe he can push it to the eighth, help out your bullpen, and then you get to, then you get you know Sir Anthony Dominguez ready to go, and in the ninth inning. 
He was not great today. Speaking of, um, I think the I think the Phillies really have to have big leads in all these games to win. Like I was tempted to say the Astros sweep. I'm a little bit on a high from seeing them do it to the Yankees, but um, the Mariners and the Mariners. Yes, they have not lost yet. Thank you for reminding me. Um, but yeah, I think I, I'm gonna go Astros in five, and I feel really good. I'm gonna be looking at back the Astros as much as I can in this series. I mean, I'm a little bit tempted by the number I put out there. Zach Wheeler probably in the plus 130 range. I mean, you probably need to win that, like just guessing here, but like 40 something percent of the time in order to to make that a profitable uh, endeavor. So um, Wheeler certainly has that in his arm, but I don't even know that he's going to necessarily outpitch Verlander. And if he doesn't, I don't think they win. I would love to be against Aaron Nolan game two, but I imagine the line's probably be higher than I want. Um yeah, and I guess that is serving as our best bets portion of the show. So uh, you can follow me on Twitter, the real underscore G Warner, um, and give us some ideas on anything special you want. We'll, we'll probably look over some props and stuff. There'll be a lot out there for the World Series when we come in on Friday mm-hmm. um, or Thursday night's recording for Friday's episode. So join us then. Use the promo code Series Twenty get twenty percent off. I'll have soccer stuff all week on Champions League um and you take it away taylor if you got anything else you want to get off your chest um now's the time I, i'm just reading like, i'm as we're recording i just saw a quote from aaron judge that is not confident i'm not confident at all it's over <laughs> he's he's i'm gonna just say this I, I gotta just say it griff you get your immediate response from this judge was asked if his goal is still to remain a yankee as he hits free agency quote i've been clear about that since I first wore pinstripes, but we couldn't get something done before spring training, and now I'm a free agent, and we'll see what happens. I am nervous. I am nervous, my friend. Well, the nice but, part, I'll just give you one thing. Oh, God, here we go. It's just hard. Like, who's going to pay him, man? I mean, there's teams that are out there, but, like, there's – He's a big hole if the Yankees lose him. I don't, I don't want to like start freaking you out, but like, I mean, I'm going to go to Baltimore. Doubtful. Like, I mean, like, no, there's, who's there's got a lot of money. San Francisco, I think, is a little bit sneaky. San, that no, I think I think San Francisco is right behind New York. San Francisco, I think, is goes Yankees, Giants. I'd say the the Mets, and then the Cubs, and then the Dodgers. I think those five teams can or can be easily get in there. But let's not make this about free agency. I can't yeah, even talk about time. the New York. I can't even. I don't know if there's time. I don't know. Judge is probably pissed off right now. He doesn't even want to be, be a Yankee right now. I don't know. He got embarrassed. Anyway, appreciate everyone stopping by. You guys can follow me at, at Taylor Ringle on Twitter. Follow me on Instagram, Taylor underscore Ringgold. And follow my website where I'm dropping videos all about baseball and other sports at taylorringle.com and all of my social media. And if you're listening to this now, you will be seeing a video from me talking about the New York Yankees debacle. Okay. And maybe I might be making a video about game one in the rest of this world series. The postseason is still going on. Ladies and gentlemen, the world series is here. Griff final words, final word. So I just checked uh, a very, very important website in everyone's life, wikipedia.com. Yeah. Um, it still says the principal owners are the Yankee Global Enterprises. I wouldn't be shocked if that says the Houston Astros very soon. Yeah, they those those fans love love tweaking the Yankees or <laughs> I just I, I love that. Honestly, I love being on the other end of it. I, I'm not going to want to see it beyond that end, but. 
to end it out here, we appreciate you stopping by, listening. It is now one twenty-six in the morning, Monday morning. You'll be listening to this in a some of you will listen to this in a few hours. But we appreciate you listening all season long. We're still going. We still have a lot of episodes to do. The World Series is here. The Phillies will be taking on the Astros in Game 1 on Friday. And you'll be getting an episode that Friday previewing Game 1 of the World Series. Appreciate you stopping by. We'll talk to you guys on Friday. Have a good night, everybody. Or morning. I'm depressed. <laughs>